You are now listening to For the Record with Adian Loso. Well, good, I might. What's going on over there down under? <laughs> That's mine, and I'm sticking to it. What's good up, day. gentlemen, dudes, and do that? Everything in between and in betwixt. This your boy. And this is your boy Loso in case she know so. And you better damn now. And this is for the record podcast, episode 14. And that's why the fuck you got 14, baby. 14. Man, what's happening with you, man? How's it going your way? Man, everything my way is super smooth, smooth, and cool. And man, I'm just over here chilling, dude. What about you? Hey, well, it sounds luscious. yes sir i'm good man i'm in a good space man i'm a little so from a workout man i got called brolic today so that was a that was a bittersweet moment and i i i I, I most definitely screamed i let a a really loud scream it took when i seen that so yeah it was funny but yeah man so uh, without further ado, we're going to get the show started, man. Thank y'all for sticking with us, man. So let's get it underway. Um, so most recently, um, I'm not sure if you guys have seen it, um, but Candy, um, Candy Barres, if you guys don't know from the Housewives and also the group Escape or, you know, Escape without her. Um, Jesus. <laughs> she recently interviewed Anivia on her, I guess, her show that she has called Speak On It. Um, the interview was about an hour long. Um, I remember seeing a, a clip from it on Instagram, and it was very, very, um, very captivating, I, I should say the least. Um, if you guys uh, don't know, Nivea has recently started uh, being in reality TV on the show, The Beach Encore, and has quick, uh, quickly rose to be a fan favorite. Um, you know, we all know and love Nivea, especially if you were in the South, you know, you know Nivea very well. Um, and just hearing her speak uh, so candidly and openly in this interview um, we learned a great deal about Nivea and her career and even just her life. And right. um, we need to, we need a movie. We need a movie. We need a book. We need, she needs her things. Um, Nivea done been through some shit. And Man. Um, truly risen above it all to become, you know, a great mother, a great artist, and, and, and overall just a, a beautiful spirit. I think we all have sensed Nivea's vibe in general since, you know, anyone has interacted with her. Um, and just even have seen the little, you know, bits and pieces that we do get of her in the media. So just to hear the things that transpired, you know, throughout her life, you know, whether it be, you know, her first manager, you know, basically being a pedophile and, and molesting her as a child, which is sick as fuck, by the way, um, you sick bastard, you. Um, but just, you know, hearing that to everything that, you know, she kind of went into a little more story with her and Wayne. Um, if you guys do not know her, Lil Wayne do share a child, and she was engaged to Lil Wayne twice, and I, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> but she also was married to The Dream, um, a phenomenal producer. She also has three kids by him, a, you know, a, a, I think it's a daughter, and then they also have a set of twins. Um, so just a lot that um, went on with Nivea's career and, and why she, you know, is the way she is. I really feel like we got a, a real big insight into her soul, man. Right. I, I agree 100%. I really wish more artists would open up like Nivea did. Um, yeah. cause, cause man, that interview was rough. Like, you know, I was texting you of course, while I was watching it and it, it was tough. It was really tough to watch. Um, 
when she started talking about like the drug use and things like that, man, I, I could not help but cry. Like it was really just yeah. sad. Um, <clears throat> and I've been there with, you know, my brother before in the past with drugs and things like that. That shit was rough. Um, mm-hmm. To hear her speak on it and like when she broke down, dude, that shit did something too. She has for real been going through it. But if you see her on television, she's just so like bright and just bubbly and she's just happy and smiling. You just never know what no one uh, has gone through. So most Nivea most definitely deserves her flowers, man. She is um, just such a, a beautiful spirit. And I'm so glad that she rose above all the negativity that was like surrounding her childhood with her, you know, her parents again, you know, speaking on the manager that she had, um, the relation, the bad relationships, like everything, like she has just came out of all that. And I really, really hope that, you know, she shines in this group that she's about to be in on the encore, but also man just comes back out and, and gets more love, you know, as a solo artist. I I, I really do yeah. wish that for her. She deserves it. Yeah, and can't even mention that I'm. People want music from Nivea. I mean, it's not. It's never like Nivea, you know, just you know was canceled or fell out of you know the spotlight. And like people want, you know, content from Nivea. Right. You know, you know people to this day are still asking, you know, for you know the videos and stuff like that for complicated and um you know they want that 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 music and that content from her. So. You know, hopefully from the feedback she's getting from this interview, she'll see that people genuinely do love and care about her as an artist and, and really want her to shine and succeed, man. So that took huge courage for her to uh, really, uh, you know, just disclose all that information to us, man. I just I really felt like I was, you know, immersed in her life. And I, I right. we just want to personally thank you for that, Nivia. So thank you so much. Right. I agree 100 percent. Yeah. So. Moving on to the next thing, if you guys want an update on the Britney Spears, uh, hashtag free Britney Spears movement, um, she just actually recently got a huge, huge victory in the case. Um, and this was really weird to me, but she was finally her own attorney. Now, what right. was weird about that shit is I'm like, damn, you didn't already have your own attorney? Like, that was crazy to me that literally the person who I guess was her conservator over her estate could appoint her own lawyer. It's like, damn, you just hiring somebody to basically... <laughs> fuck up my case for me like that's what i took from it which is um, insane it really is like this really took another she didn't she wasn't even able to pick her own attorney like what right. the fuck is going on um as you guys have know this has been a whirlwind in the media it's been going you know just ham everywhere and and it's getting even more and more insatiable to hear these details. Like when I heard this about her finally being granted the right to her own attorney, I was like, wow, like this is deeper than maybe we thought it was, or that I thought it was at least. Yeah. It's, it's, it's words can't even describe like how insane the whole situation is. Um, Again, Britney Spears, of course, everyone knows her. She's a fucking icon. I want her to come out on top with this situation. Absolutely. There, there's there's no reason why any of this should even be happening and we we like we're, we're talking about it like why? This is a, a, an adult, you know, and it's like she's her. basically a, a slave to her father. He controls absolutely everything. So she most definitely deserves to get 
everything back if she wants to have more kids, like whatever. She deserves all those things, man. So, Brittany, we are most definitely uh, we rooting for you, man. Absolutely, Absolutely. rooting for you for real, for real. Absolutely. So, um, man, so Snow, Snow Allegra received some backlash on um, Twitter the other day because people were calling her a modern, modern day Sade and people, some people were getting upset now. Of course, it's not her fault. She wasn't saying that she was a modern day Sade, but people were basically saying that. Um, right. And Twitter was just in, in, in a fucking frenzy. The shit was crazy. And I, I honestly, I don't see the big problem because calling some way the, someone the modern day version of someone else is not discrediting or doing anything to the artist that you're referring to them as. So saying she's like a modern day Sade, I see nothing wrong with it. I see nothing wrong with it at all. We know who Sade is. We know what Sade is capable of. But this is 2021. And for her to be acknowledged as the modern day Sade is is fine. I see nothing wrong with it. But people, of course, on Twitter are she can't do this. She can't do that. She's not like this. It's like nobody's saying that she's replacing Sade. Or she is doing this. Like people just kind of just blowing shit way out of proportion. Um, and, and you know, of course, she tweeted herself. She was just like, you know, Sade is the modern day Sade. I could never replace her. Blah 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 blah. And it's like nobody was even saying she was trying to, but it's just it's fucked up. What people, you know, Twitter is is hilarious, but it can be. Um, a dark hole, <laughs> if you will, for a lot of things. And people just, they were just roasting the hell out of this lady and she ain't said nothing. She did not, nothing like that. No, I, no. I, I just don't see the, the issue. Well, I think a big component of this, people were mostly comparing the aesthetic of what Snow Allegra looks like to, 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 to excuse me, which she does look similar to Sade. Of course, Sade is absolutely gorgeous. Um, And I actually recently seen um, got on Twitter and responded to a lot of people letting them know, like, you know, she's Iranian. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> she tweeted pictures. She, you know, mentioned to where she was from. Um, and she actually showed pictures of her dad um, and actually pictures of, you know, Iranians with black hair and black Afros and stuff. So, I mean, we just have to stop being so ignorant. Like, right. we as a people, we, we're in a really uh, sensitive time where people are just utilizing everything to just create you know, a, a race baiting, you know, topic about everything. And and truly, she didn't mention anything about being Sade at all. She's her. Right. Um, she, her music doesn't sound like Sade. I mean, it doesn't give me Sade bod. So, I mean, I don't know what y'all are talking about. It clearly just had to been based off her appearance. And so um, she just really went on there to declare so it ain't like she's trying to be black. She's just being herself. Um, right. It, exactly. Right. So and we'll get on that a little later because then they really was trying to give it to Halsey. But we'll get on that in a minute as well. <laughs> <laughs> so moving on, if you guys have been keeping up um, with the deal, um, she has been rumored to be dating an agent, Rich Paul. Now, he's actually the uh, the agent of LeBron James, fucking King LeBron, if you guys don't know. Um, so they were recently spotted out. It was one of the uh, the playoff games. Um, and this is just trending. Um, we love to see it. I guess Adele is having a hot girl summer and, and making Wade with it. We ready to hear it in the next album, Shawty. Absolutely. Absolutely ready to hear it. I, I was surprised to see that because the last I heard, she was uh, dating that rapper from the UK, Skepta. Skepta. So yeah, now, I know. Too. So but then he was dating like Naomi, then I think, right? 
Right, yeah, it's 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 crazy. It really, really is. But uh, hey, Adele is looking mighty damn good. Damn Adele, sweet. listen, I still love you. I don't care how you look. I love you. Please give us music. Now, Absolutely. I do, I do want new music from Adele. Adele, give us new music, man. Um, I, I seen where they had talked about like her album is supposed to be uh, feature production and writing from John Legend and fucking Raphael Sadiq. I need that ASAPington. Yeah, um, I need that. Come on, Dad, bring it to us, man. That was absolutely man. Shout out to the white queen, Adele. We fucking with you. Absolutely. So, uh, last night, uh, our guy, uh, what's his name, Justin? Respectfully, Justin, or you know, the the guy who does all the respectfully uh, memes and things like that. He actually was on Twitter, and he was discussing Kanye's album. So apparently, Kanye is actually coming out with a new album this week. The long awaited album Donda, uh, which is actually named after his mother. And he had a listening session for the album last night in Vegas. And people are saying that the album still has the gospel feel, but it features, um, you know, still like the trap beats or the hip hop beats and things like that. So I'm a Kanye fan. Um, I'm still just kind of. Not sure about the whole gospel thing, but I, uh, nonetheless, I am. I'm excited to hear it, and uh, hopefully, it's as good as everybody's saying it is. Mm. Well, that'll be dope, man. We're actually hearing about Yeezy actually getting out with a, a few artists lately, man. So I'm excited yeah. to hear, them, you know, getting into the music like we want to hear him, man. Uh, we we want Yeezy back. He has been released from the dreaded Kardashian clan, and so let's let's see what new life is going to be like with him. You know, <laughs> exactly. I'm we sure do, oh, man. Kanye. Man, you hear me? So, uh, speaking of Kanye and good music, Two Chains actually said here recently that his new album that'll be coming out will be his last trap record. Now he just kind of left it at that. He didn't um, give us any clues or anything else. But I'm wondering, like, okay, he didn't say it was his last album, but right. what do you mean it's going to be your last trap record? So I'm interested to see what the hell Two Chains about to start doing because uh, I uh, uh. to me, man, I mean, Two Chains has a lot of businesses as well. You know, he has that hookah lounge in Atlanta. Um, he does, yeah. Something else he does too. So I mean, I feel like if anything, you know, honestly, Two Chains has also started to become more of an activist as well. I mean, I've started to see a lot of these artists or athletes take a more. Uh, advanced role in speaking out against injustices. I mean, we see this a lot with LeBron James, and that's why I feel like, you know, LeBron, you know, should really be near retirement. I mean, he's been in the league almost 20 I mean, shit, the shit LeBron been doing, I mean, he's opened up a whole fucking hope school. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm starting to see these artists and these people utilize their platforms to better society, and I think maybe sometimes they realize that, you know, I'm I'm being bigger than, you know, just making a rap song. Like, I can create change. In a, in a bigger way so i think it's going to lean more towards that more towards something with entrepreneurship i mean um we always going to be here for two chains uh, aka titty boy he helped forever titty boy with us man so i mean anytime you want to drop something we with it but you know i think he got a higher purpose calling him yeah i i guess my thing is because he, he's been doing those things <clears throat> my thing is he just put an emphasis on trap albums so it's like he's not leaving music or saying he's not going to be oh, doing music. like God. He was like, this is my last trap album. So I'm like, well, what other type of album are you going to give us? You know what I'm saying? That that, that was my thing. Hmm. 
Good question. Not sure. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He has been trapped since he came out. So I, I don't since know. Since he's yeah. So I right. can't you. But whatever it is, we'll support. We fucking with you. Absolutely. Moving on. So recently, I don't know if you guys have noticed, Lil Nas X is continuing to make headlines. He has uh, been uh, in court in regards to those satanic shoes or whatever the case was about that. Um, and so he's actually... Um, been dropping some hints that he's going to be uh, putting out some new music. Um, I think it's it's going to be called Industry Baby. It's going to be featuring Jack Harlow. Now, the dope thing about this is it's actually going to be produced by Kanye West, as we were just speaking about. So he's been, uh, I think he had a picture with Kanye, which was really dope. I'm excited to see it, man. I mean, we really, really counted Lil Nas X as being like a one-hit wonder, and he's continuing to make headlines. He's continuing to put out good music. Um, that Montero song is still in the top 10 in the in the Hot 100 of Billboard. I mean, he's, he's making waves, man. So shout out to Lil Nas X, man. And he really does know how to utilize social media to his benefit. Like, if we can't say shit else, he knows what to do for clickbait. I will most definitely give you that. I'll mo- I most definitely give you that. Absolutely, absolutely. So Usher recently uh, actually kicked off his Vegas residency. And man, wow. listen. He's been in rave reviews. I would love, as, as much as I hate Vegas, I would love to go out there and just experience, uh, experience it. Uh, Usher is a, a class act, man, and I'm, I, I know, like from the clips that I've seen, he's fucking killing that shit, dude. Nice. Usher killing it. That would yeah, most definitely killing it. Man. Absolutely, Usher is a fucking legend. He's a fucking icon. Yeah. Perfectly clear. He's been in the game for at least three decades. I mean, that's a long ass time to be relevant. And right. like being a, a Vegas residency is like a pinnacle of an artist's career. Um, right. And so uh, this is amazing. <clears throat> Shout out to Usher, man. We love to see it. We, we want to see more from you in, in places like this, man. This is awesome. Yes, sir. Um, so we got some not so good news. If you guys have seen recently, this literally, I think, just came out today or like, like late last night. Um, Keisha Cole's mom, Frankie, uh, reportedly passed away um, on her birthday. Um, so we just wanted to give condolences and our thoughts and prayers to um, to their family, to anyone who know uh, Miss Frankie. I, I'm sure a lot of you guys remember when Keisha Cole had her own reality show on BET and, you know, uh, Mrs. Frankie struggled with, you know, drugs and alcohol, right. you know, their life. And, um, you know, it's really, really disheartening to send our condolences and our thoughts and prayers to them. We absolutely do, man. Man, Frankie was like the first ratchet reality TV mom. One of definitely her and Jim Jones mom. She, oh my god, nigga! Like unmatched. Frankie was nothing to be fucked with, man. Damn Again, skip. like the the whole thing, like with drug and alcohol use, man. It is so sad. Um, man, wow, just. Yeah. Sending love and, and 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 positive energy to the family, man. That that has got to be extremely difficult to be dealing with right now. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Um. Uh-huh. So we want to put you guys back in the bright spot. So let's speak on it. Um. The Aquarius Queen, Meg The Stallion, actually covered Sports Illustrated, and she is the first female rapper to do so. Now, also Naomi uh, Asaki also graced the cover, looking absolutely amazing. She was the first. Uh, what is she Haitian and Japanese? 
She was the first of her race to grace the cover. So boom, there you go. <laughs> um, so major shout out to her. Also, Tanache was also featured in this um in this uh in this magazine, and she's actually the first independent artist and the first artist with braids to be featured. So shout out to the other Aquarius Queen Tanache as well. Well, all right, shout out to all the, the yeah. beautiful black women. I saw the pictures, man. Meg, I mean, obviously a fucking stunner. We know that shit. Naomi just well, Megan wild. is just uh, Jim, I mean, it's, it's, girl, what are we gonna do with you? We don't go get it right, ghoul. Nah, that would, hey, ain't no other <laughs> way to say it. I mean, all the women look absolutely, you know, phenomenal. They look stunning, absolutely beautiful. Meg actually got a couple of pictures in with her dog, foe, or whatever his name is. That little, <laughs> I was to too. Oh man, so major shout out to them, man. We love to see it now. Um, we also did mention Halsey earlier in the, you know, close to the beginning of the show. She recently uh, gave birth um, to her child on July the 14th. Um, so major shout out and congrats to her and her boyfriend. Um, she was getting a little backlash because she had cornrows. Now, if y'all, if y'all did not, and actually I was today years old when I found out that Halsey is half Is black. mixed, yes. Yes. So <laughs> Halsey's dad is black, and I had no fucking clue because she definitely is white passing. She definitely looks white, and uh, I never would have guessed that. So y'all get off her. Just congratulate her for the baby move the fuck on. Another incident of y'all race baiting and don't know what the fuck going on. But Be I sure. mean, if the woman was white and had cornrows, who gives a damn? Like, people just worry about how y'all, what y'all hair look like? Fucking naps. Whip it oh, like, who, who cares? Like that is that's so silly. Man, well, she had I finger waves or something like that. I would have been like, now come on, lady. You 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 got finger waves. Come on. But black women do have the right to feel a way about feeling that their their culture is being appropriated by white women. We have seen this multiple times. I mean, it, the Kardashians it are a clear-cut example of of appropriation so we know these things and a lot of times we like, do you know they are getting you know glamorized for things that when black women do it it's like frowned and shit so i understand while i do understand it i think we have to do more of a research uh into you know the depths of these situations because you guys did all this and kind of find out her daddy black so sit the fuck down well i guess my thing is you know if she was like somewhere trying to make a fashion statement, dressed like a, Wango said, dressed like a black lady, because that doesn't make sense. But making some type of fashion statement, and she looked really urban, and had the cornrows. Okay, maybe. I get Listen, some women get glammed up when they have a baby, and some women look rough. Some women just put their hair in a ponytail. I have seen all kind of bullshit. I've seen them not comb their goddamn head. She put braids to the back. She she wants the hair out of her way. Who cares right. how she did it? Like, because again, she's literally you know, bringing a whole fucking life into this world. Exactly. 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 People are just so, so silly. Yeah, shout out to her, man. Somebody wants to be famous. That's all it is, man. And the little, the little baby. The little baby. <laughs> okay, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and and and, and just keep keep it on moving. Uh we have reached the anniversary section of the show. So we have some uh, albums that we want to go ahead and give a shout out to. Um, the first one, man, Super Duper Fly, Missy Elliott. It's her debut album. Came out 24 years ago. And um, again, you know, I'm, I'm never going to stop saying this. I don't care what, what happens. 
Missy Elliott deserves everything. She did this album in two fucking weeks. It's a fucking classic. The videos on the album that, that came out in the 90s can be played now, and they're going to shit on the bullshit that, that's out now. Like, Missy Hello. Elliott is just, she's a fucking trendsetter, dude. Uh, this album, man, featured, oh uh, my God, um, Busta Rhymes. It featured Genuine. It featured Aaliyah. Um, the Brat, I like, it was a really, really, really good album. Yeah, I Can't Stand the Rain was uh, the her debut single, amazing. Uh, Beat Me 911 was 702. Oh my God. Like, phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal album. Again, the album turns 24, man. Can you believe it? No, that means we're really old. So, major shout out to her. Another <laughs> album that's turning and making us feel old. Miss Thang by none other than Monica turns 26. Um, now, if you guys can remember, this had like this and like that with it. Angel, walk out of my life. Why I love you so much. Don't take it personal. I mean, just boo coo bangers, man. And and I think Monica was like fucking what 14 or 15 or something. She may have been even she younger than that. Yeah, I think she was like 13, 14 when 13 she came out. She, um, that is crazy to me that this yeah, would be coming it is. out of three teens' mouth at the yeah. time when your voice would be changing and shit. Like, this is wild that she sounded so fucking grown, like, at this age and just created these hits. Yeah. Preteen. Like, it's wild to me, man. I mean, her major, debut album. Absolutely, man. Major shout-out to her, man. And yeah, then super uh, next, shout-out. Absolutely, man. Then next, you know, is going to be Who is Jill Scott? By hey. Jill Scott, obviously. Uh, so major that actually turns twenty one. Um, so if you guys can remember that, of course, let's take a long walk around hey. the park after dog. All hey. of that exclusively. He loves me. I mean, it was. I mean, Jill Scott is forever, Bob. Don't ever forget. And Jill Scott is fucking gorgeous as fuck. She's fucking beautiful. She's amazing. She has an amazing voice. I can go on and on. We could. But yeah. Continue to go on and on as well. On and on. (laughs) Okay. And uh, last but not least, man, of course, very near and dear to my heart, Aaliyah's final album um, titled Aaliyah came out um, 20 years ago this week. Um, The album was, of course, her last studio recording album. Uh, featured the singles We Need a Resolution, uh, Rock the Boat, of course, and More Than a Woman. Um, of course, we did have a producer and a writer that was on the album, Mr. Eric Seats. He was actually on our show a few episodes back. Um, and I actually seen he was on a live. They did an interview with him um, the other day on the actual anniversary date of the album. And he was talking about the album and stuff like this. So that was pretty cool to watch. Um, uh, again, man, huge shout out to the Everyone that was on a part of the album, um, Tank, Static Major, E Seats, Timble, and Missy, like nice body of work. Um, again, it, it's one of those things. Either one of the videos that she came out with, whether it was um, We Need a Resolution or More Than a Woman, if you play those videos right now today, there's no way you can tell they came out in 2001. No way at all. Um, pe- people just, they're they, they not doing it like that no more. So shout out to her, man. Mm-hmm. Huge shout out to her. Absolutely, man. All right. Well, thank you all so much for that. And we are done with the anniversaries. Now we're going to take a break. Um, but when we come back, we do have a very special guest with us. Um, hey. you every time that we come on this show. <laughs> hint, hint. Um, so <laughs> please stay tuned and we will be back with you guys shortly.
Yes, sir. What's happening in? Yo, it's your boy AD, one of your co-hosts for For The Record. Yo, check me and my boy Loso out as we discuss music in the windows, pop culture, great music, and who your mama and them used to bump back in the day. Yo, so check out For The Record podcast. New episodes dropping every Wednesday. All right? Peace. This is your boy Loso. In case you ain't know so, you better know so by Nato, like AD said earlier. Hey, and this your boy AD, man. Welcome back to For the Record Podcast. Yes, sir. Welcome back. And we have a very, very special guest, like we told you guys. Um, one of my good friends, man. Uh, I'm gonna let him introduce himself. Sir, go ahead, please. What's up, everybody? Uh, I'm Nick Lamar uh, from Orlando, Florida. But I live in the city of Angels, Los Angeles, California. And I'm a music artist. I sing, I produce, I write. Um, 
and I'm just a cool guy. I don't know what else to say. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's enough said. Enough said. Okay. Okay. Enough said. Enough said. And like we stated uh, earlier, well, like AD stated, uh, you actually hear Nick's music playing in our intro, man. So we had to most definitely get him on the show to uh, to to be a part. We needed to add some more greatness to the show. So uh, first of all, Nick, how, how you doing, man? What's going on, fam? I'm doing all right. I'm I'm doing all right, man. This uh, uh, coronavirus Delta three, whatever they call it, is sweeping through the city. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm trying to stay in the house and mask up. Yeah, this shit is insane, dude. So let's go ahead and uh and get started, man. First of all, let's let's let get a little bit of your background, like where you started from and, and things like that. Okay, well, I got my start in uh Orlando, of course. That's where I'm from. I was singing in the choir in um high school. Uh that's my only time being in choir in like grade school, but uh, other than elementary. But um, I started singing there, and a little bit before that, I did American Idol in 2008. That was a great experience. I made the top 75. I was 17 years old at the time, and that kind of really showed me, like, hey, I, hey, I can actually do this as a, you know, for a living. So I really right. started to develop myself. I went to college at Florida A&M University, where I joined the choir. Nice. Um, got a voice teacher, honed my skills, and uh, we actually started a recruitment uh, um band if you will called groove 87 for florida and then we tour up and down the state and the students you know me we all helped put the show together so the teachers weren't involved at all so um from that launching point i did american idol again made the top 75 again but they didn't want me uh yeah. so after that i was like you know this is showing me that i can do this thing for real so i was like let me put a project together and that project became lucid and shortly after that project, I met you. <laughs> that, is, that is right, man. So I, I know that you guys heard me say, um, you know, a friend of mine. I've been knowing, how long have we known each other now? About seven years, six, seven years? Yeah, a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So um, when I decided that I wanted to put a project together myself, and I've talked about it on the show before, um, you know, what I did is basically reached out on social media and just found like, random people like who had music and stuff out and nick was one of the people i came across and he sent me his uh whole project and um yeah man and i actually ended up picking two songs so he was one of two artists who had two placements on uh the nirvana project man so um that that was um that was a really really a really cool experience And, and and again like we, to this day, we still talk all the time, man. You know, we still keep time. in touch. He uh, <laughs> He's always, like, sending me, like, new music and letting me hear different things. And I, I really, of course, enjoy that, man. So, uh, yeah, th- th- that's my boy, man. And he, he's come out with some incredible projects. So, you know, after Lucid and a- yeah. after that took place, uh, let the people know, like, the other projects and things like th- that you have out. Um, so after I recorded Lucid, the very next project after that was called Bel Air. Um, has a pop sound. I love pop music, if you don't know. I love fast music. I love all of those different sounds. So when I was doing that, that first official, official EP, because, you know, Lucid was an EP, but it wasn't, like, super, super official. But for that one, I kind of wanted to do some of those brighter pop sounds, like Digital and Disco Fury and Situations, but the whole album, pretty much, EP. Uh, And I wanted to do those brighter sounds because, at that same time, my mom was sick. So I was battling with that, you know, like 2014 to 2015. And so I'm writing this project. I'm having to deal with that. And so I needed some up, uh, up-tempo music to kind of lift me up out of that. Right. Yeah. 
really dope like how music can really be something of like a source of like you know revitalization or just energy for you during tier of time periods like that man right it is it's crazy because even when i was writing laurel hills because i was kind of writing them at the same time if you will um it's that that feeling of like depression and stuff was just like weighing on me heavy so i really really like took to my music and just started writing a whole bunch so if you go back and listen to it you can hear a couple of different things and you can hear my mom make an appearance on my song heartless on laurel hills right so um of course during that time um you know you came out with the the first ep and it is a completely different sound um than laurel hills is laurel hills is a a little darker and, and your mom does make an appearance now um of course unfortunately she had passed yeah. right before that project um tell us how that experience was like with you know actually losing a loved one but still actually like pushing through and 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 doing the whole music thing because you you did not at one point give up at all right uh it it was a uh, it was a tough experience cuz I, none of my projects, you know, except for Lucid, um, she didn't get a chance to hear um, because by the time I put out Bel Air, it was 2016. So none of my none of my music, you know, she was able to listen to. And even my most recent performance a couple of weeks ago that I had, I kind of was like tearing up right before, maybe like a few minutes before I hit the stage. I was like, dang, like she would love this. Like she's having hasn't even gotten a chance to like see me do any of this stuff so when i think back on like where i came from and all my struggles and my dark times i'm so happy that i have friends and family around me that loves me and that that pushes me to you know to be happy and to do things that make me happy and that's really how i made it through man to be honest the music and my friends yeah love you know it just music just has this way of just like changing you know i don't i don't know how to explain it like it has this way of like changing like your mindset to push you to wherever you want to go you know what i'm saying right. i was looking for hope and i got it that is that's what's up man that is and that's really inspiring to hear too it really really yeah. is yeah. absolutely well we gotta ask you man you know you you know spoke about liking different genres it was really interesting to hear that you say you like pop you know what i'm saying yeah you're a fan of the genre as well you know what artists do you feel like currently influence you or have influenced you you know to make the music that you make now um it's t- <laughs> it's tons of artists let me look i'm looking at my vinyl wall right now um the wall? yeah i have a, a wall of vinyls um i'll send the carlos a picture of it but i have a wall of vinyls that i kind of have arranged and i cycle them out every now and again my most recent one is the uh duckworth vinyl that um that i just purchased he's a real cool like artist i like the sounds that he kind of comes up with and some of the flows and some of the like little small things that he does in his music and I kind of look back and, and reflect on what what I'm doing in the studio to kind of see if I can pull some of those things out and then somebody else I'm listening to is just um I don't know if she's like UK or whatever her name is Benny um but it's B-E-N-E-E and she has like this alternative sound that I've really been deep diving into lately um that's dope as dope as hell and Willow Smith y'all listen to the new album absolutely you know, I love indie, like that indie rock alternative sound. I've been listening to that lately, too. Like, Gaslight is my favorite. Oh, man, that's what's up. I like that track. I like the lipstick track. That's my favorite off there. Yeah, that's okay, I think that's the one that I heard. I haven't listened to the whole thing yet. I've heard a couple of them, but I, I'm, I'm actually feeling it. You know, it actually sounds pretty good. Yeah, it kind of reminds me. I was listening to it just before this. Uh, it kind of reminds me of, like, growing up in, like, the early 2000s, that rock, that rock era where it's, like, Absolutely. a lot of, like, 
heavy rock, soft rock, all different types of rock, and it yep. just kind of reminded me of yes, it kind of reminded me of that. Yes, she's on the album too. Yep. Travis yeah, I saw she got a track with Alvin Levine. I'm like, wow. Like, could you have done any other body else with this? Right, right, right. <laughs> it, it's, it's incredible. I think y'all should take some time and listen to it if you have. I'm, 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 I'm gonna play it tonight. See what it's talking about. I play, checked play. it out. I, I told because I was, I was already with it. The Transparent Soul song really took Woo! me. Out, so I was like I'm right over with that. Yeah. And so I loved it, man. I love to hear that alternative sound like that. Like that's probably my favorite genre of music is alternative, but. Just to hear that rock and that, it, it just took me way back to Avril Lavigne days, like with complicated and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, skater boy. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Back. Kind of get the disco, you know? Yes, What a time. Man. What a time. All right, man. Well, that's cool. So uh, what we're going to do, we go, you know, keep Nick on for a, a little moment to, you know, close the show out with us. We're actually gonna go into some new music uh, that actually just recently dropped. So, uh, like Nick did mention, uh, we have Willow Smith. Her uh, album "Lately I Feel Everything" just recently dropped, and um, of course, like I said, I've heard a couple of tracks off of, uh, off of it so far. From uh, what these guys are saying, it sounds pretty damn good. Man, it's, it's a good to me. Oh, go ahead, Nick. I'll let you. No, speak. you good. No, you good. You no. good. I'll talk all day. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I loved it, man. Honestly, my favorite tracks off of it were Lipstick, absolutely. It's banging in the gym. She also has a song called Extra with Tierra Whack, if you guys are not yes. Tierra Whack. So that's a banger as well. Um, Naive is a really good track. I mean, overall, it was a good project to me. I was really, um, really just like pleasantly surprised to hear the sound from here. Um, it really, like I said, it just puts me back in that mindset of like that, that alternative rock that I grew up listening to, like Evanescence and like you mentioned, Panic at the Disco and 21 Pilots. I mean, it just, it, it got me back in that kind of same space. So I loved it, man. Cool. Yeah, it's great. It's consistent. Exactly. Okay. Good work. Okay. That is what's up. That's what's up. So uh, Pop Smoke actually uh, had an album that was released as well. Title Faith. Did either of you guys get to check that out? I ain't I ain't hear you. I was swallowed up in Snow Allegra album, but I ain't listening to that. <laughs> I yeah. am still swallowed up in Snow <laughs> as well. But you know, it's it's crazy. So I have not heard Pop Smoke's first album. I don't think I, I haven't. I only heard the "What You Know About Love." I know that song. Yeah, like the songs they play, but uh, I just I don't know. Like he he's he he wasn't one of those artists that really just grabbed me. Yeah, um, let me get in here. Let me get in here. I, 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 I like. <laughs> I will say before AD gets in here, um, I, I've liked some songs that he's been featured on, but as far as like his own music, eh, I really haven't uh, got got the got the chance to kind of get into it. But AD, go ahead. There you there you go, sir. Listen, if I hear one more damn time from Pop Smoke, light skin yellow. I literally think they put the same fucking ad libs with Pop Smoke on every single track, and every single beat sounds like it's yep. the same fucking song. Like I, yeah. listen, no disrespect to the dead, whatever the case may be, I am not catching the wave. I am totally yeah. bizarre, because I, I have no interest in listening to anything from Pop Smoke. The yeah. only time I heard of Pop Smoke was when he had the Queen Nicki Minaj on that Welcome to the Party track. And of course, she bodied it. But he sounded just like he does on everything, which is a fucking demon that if he says Cardi B's real name <laughs> will incite a deadly riot. 
I don't know what the fuck will happen, bro. Like, oh my god! I just, I don't, I don't want to hear it. I have no interest in anything Pop Smoke does or anything, and I can't believe it. It's like number one and shit like that. Like, I'd be losing it, bro. I just, I like, I like Pop Smoke. It sounds all the same. It all sounds the same to me. Yeah, and maybe it's a New York thing. Like, I know New York has its own energy, like just like the West Coast. Maybe it's like the culture of it all. Yeah, I get it because like I got a I got a best friend and she's from New York and like she loved that nigga. Like she loved Pop Smoke, like how we love T.I. in the South or some shit. I'm like, what is the big deal? Like, yeah, I don't Oh my it. god. I'm, I like I'm just missing it. I'm missing well, it. I, I, yeah, I like him. I wish he was still around, you know, to kind of, you know, so, so they wouldn't have yeah, to like yeah. chop and you know, chop up everything he's done. You know? Now I I will say that I wish he was around to enjoy all the success but do you think he, he would be as successful if he was still around yes he was like on the he, he was, was on the up. he was like, i will give him you can that. see him on the blog and it wasn't for like the wrong thing he was just like on the he was i feel like he was just on the way up yeah and it sucks that it always happens like in the industry is like people on the right on the way up doing good and then boom they gone yeah yep or in jail That's crazy this is yeah. This is we really good talk about this, man. If y'all like pop smoke, man, y'all rock with it. But I'm I'm a, I'm a pass on this faithfully. And every damn thing that comes out, I know the track that out <laughs> is called Faith, and I'm gonna pass on the faith. Lord, I'm gonna give it a shot, y'all. I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna listen to it. You, like you let us know. You let us know. I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah, get, 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 give us give us the the like lowdown shit. on how we're like, uh, like that's all y'all yeah, gonna hear the whole time. That, he and, and, and you're not lying, head. like that's normally like what that's I hear. all you ever hear. I'm yeah. sick of it. I'm sick of the tired. When I'm not sick, I'm tired. Moving on. Sick of it. Sick of it. <laughs> Yo, sick moving of it. on. So there was some new singles that also came out. Um, I'm, there's no way that you guys could have missed this. Wow. Um, obviously, Normani dropped a new track called Wise a uh, Wild Side featuring Cardi B. Um, now the track did uh feature a sample from uh Aaliyah, one of the million. Um I'm a I'm gonna let you go though, so because you you are a huge Aaliyah component. I'll let you do this. First. Um I, I, I thought the song was was cool. Um I will say that the fucking video is bananas. It's sick. It's sick. Like, Y'all seen that choreo? <laughs> oh like yeah. she everything flawless. I I I, I can't say nothing. Like I said, the, the song is cool. Uh, but the video, like, honestly, fuck the goddamn song. Right. I, I, I do feel like I, 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 the song was cool. Like I said, I feel like she didn't need Cardi B, but I feel like she got Cardi B because it's Cardi B, and you know, Absolutely. Cardi B gonna sell. But uh, I feel like the song honestly did not need Cardi B. Um, the fuck the song though. The video, the video is sick. <laughs> Stunning. It's it's insane. It is insane. Uh she the part where she's sliding on the floor. Right. Like, in the basketball thing. And yeah. Another part she outside and she do like this thing and she like glide. I'm like, oh yeah. Shit. She just <laughs> I mean fuck fucking magical. Uh Normani, I, I feel like um it is a good a good uh debut single for her album that's that's gonna come out soon. Um I'm interested to see how the rest of the album sounds uh i don't know for like for me when i when i hear the song like just by itself and not the video it just it, i just hear one in a million so i have to go pl like play that song but you know with that song coming out like fucking 25 26 years ago and still Dang, bumping to this long? day yeah it's been a long time 
for it to still sound as fresh as it is, like that just goes to show you like Timbaland was a fucking knew what he was doing. monster and he absolutely knew what he was doing. Um so yeah, man, uh but again, song is cool, video insane. Nick what Nick, what you think about it? I like both of them. Yeah, both of them. Uh, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I feel like it's the two years. Didn't they say it's like been two years since she put out something? Yeah. I think it's a good two years worth of wait, you know, because with the whole COVID thing, I'm sure teens probably switching and, you know, right. label money and that. So I feel like, you know, this video and the song, the impact, I feel like she's going to have a good impact on people, good impression on people. Because she always delivers, you know what I'm saying? We just need more of it, you know what I'm saying? I think right. it's coming because COVID is hopefully ending. Shit. But uh, for if it does, if it does, I feel like <laughs> she's just gonna go straight to the top. Right, I can see that. Can y'all tap me in? Please give it to me. Pass me the ball, coach. You, there you're you in go. the game, coach. <laughs> I'm gonna start off by saying this. I absolutely concur with Loso. The video, the visuals, absolutely sick. The video has gotten 11 million. <laughs> it's gotten 11 million views in three days on YouTube. That is history. Um. Me and Loso were discussing how much they had hyped this up because it was, I mean, it was wild. I mean, it was very similar to like the Migos album. They hyped the fuck out of Normani coming out with this. Um, and on top of that, I mean, anything that Cardi B dropped, we already know Cardi B is going to go viral, period. So I think it was absolutely very, very smart for them to incorporate Cardi B into this. I read an article that Normani did. Um, she was saying that how she has transitioned from her dropping that motivation song which was absolute trash in 2019. <laughs> I like the motivation. That was absolute garbage. And I will get back to that in a minute. But she was just saying, being, and me and Loso discussed this of how natural the chemistry looks with Cardi B and Normani. I mean, you could tell they genuinely are friends that they talk. I mean, right. it, it flowed. It looked natural. I don't know what Loso was talking about because without Cardi B, there was nothing memorable about what Normani said lyric wise. I do remember Cardi's verses, but I don't remember shit Normani was talking about for real. Oh I said, that me up like Whoopsie Daisy or some shit. That's all I remember because <laughs> it was a sound effect. Let me say this <laughs> because the song is, is really not worth anything. And that's just being honest. And it's very disappointing because Normani is such he a mad pop. at the song. <laughs> <laughs> I said, he mad at the song. I am. <laughs> and, and it's because I'm disappointed because once again, we have been giving a trash song from somebody that we can, we know is so top level talented. Like Normani gives off like the next generation's Beyonce vibes. Like she has it all, the look, the sound, the moves, the, the, the stage presence, all of it. Like Normani command, commands attention and it, it's very captivating. And so when she released that song Motivation in 2019, I was so disappointed because it's a trash ass song. Nobody was, I agree. anything about that song except the video. And she looked uh, I like she the song. Amazing. You, you like an Ariana and like, Grande song. You and like two other people like that song. And, and two other people is probably Normani and her mom. And I can't oh say that. God. I agree. I'm just being honest, bro. And, and it's, it just, it's, this song is very similar. Like there is nothing special about this song. And for you to be revamping such a historic song from an icon like Aaliyah, I, I wanted more, and I'm just tired of them giving us shit from Normani just because they know we're gonna watch it because we they know we love Normani and they know we fuck with Cardi, and so I just she just needs one banger, and it don't even have to be that technical. I think a lot of times 
Normani songs sound very technical. That motivation song, it had too many words in it. Like it just needs to be a simple hook. We need something simple and catchy and, and on the move for her, man, because I, I really would hate for her talent to get lost in shit like this. She is really a treasure, man, and we really want to see Normani win. I mean, when I look at her, I'm telling you, bro, she just gives me Beyonce performance vibes. And there are not many artists who can who I would literally even say are anywhere near Beyonce's level of performance. But I feel like Normani touches the hem of it. You feel me? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the choreography, yeah. the video, you see it, the choreography was sick. The visual. I feel, like, I, feel like, everything. I feel like what makes Beyonce Beyonce is more than just choreography because Beyonce was Beyonce before she can dance dance. If you look back to her early videos, she was missing a couple of steps. You know what I'm saying? It's not a bad thing, but it's just the growth of it all. So I think they're kind of two different types of people. I don't even know necessarily Normani wants to do it, what it is that everybody wants her to put out. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like the reason why they may choose the sounds that they choose them is because we may not like it, but everybody else likes that. Right. And there's no way around it. You can turn on the radio and everything sounds very similar. Like T-Pain said, make something different. And so I think we're moving into a very transitional time to where artists are really trying to figure out what it is that they want to do and the impact they want to make with whatever sound it is that they have, if they have one. Well said. And you know what the yeah. biggest difference between her and Beyonce was? <laughs> Even if Beyonce wasn't dancing in that bitch, the tracks and the song was still fucking fire. No, nah, she was oh. singing that. Exactly. Yeah. The song was well written <laughs> But again, I think, I think that's because she was involved. You know what I mean? Because when you, I feel like, not that she, you know, Monty doesn't want it or anybody else doesn't want it, but I feel like when you have a vision for yourself, and not that it's just Beyonce, but anybody that has a vision for yourself, you're going to want to put yourself into every aspect of your business. I do the same thing. If I'm making a song or I'm not just going to let somebody just write it all up for me. Now they can, but I'm going to be involved and be like, hey, let's change this for it. Let's do that. Let's change this in the mix. Hey, let's do this for the show. You know what I'm saying? So everybody doesn't have that desire and they shouldn't have that desire to do that. So people like Beyonce are an anomaly. We can't compare her and Michael Jackson and Prince and all of them. We can't do all that. Mm. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, yeah. Yeah, Normani started some stuff. Right, Normani, <laughs> we love the video. You look absolutely stunning. No questions asked, but the song, you can do better, period. Keep <laughs> it up, Normani. Black we love you. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, so next up, a uh, new song that came out uh, from Sid. Sid is uh, a Ooh, singer that is in the nice. group, The Internet. Internet. Um, Fast, Fast Car. car. Love the track. Love yeah, you seen the that music track. video? I did. I seen oh, the video. God. I um, love the sound. Yeah, I love everything about it. Like, see, it, I, I fucking love the internet. Like, I just kind of feel like this Period. is like one of my favorite groups. Like, they are they are super dope. Uh, see, it is super talented, man. Um, I I, I mean, I, I feel like we all agree on this one. This is a very good song. Absolutely. Great song. Very breezy. Yeah. I love that. It kind of has like an 80s-ish sound. Yes. If the people don't know, I love the 80s. That 80s sound, all of that type of stuff. I love all that. So instantly when I heard the song, the first five seconds, I was like, this is going to be my yeah. shit. Yeah. It's it's very, very breezy, very summery. Uh, it's it's a really, really dope track. So huge and shout out to see it, man. Shout out to see it. Yes, That's sir. Cool. Okay. So, um, like we do every week. And for you guys, uh, we're going to go ahead and say, so this is actually, um, we have one more episode after this. 
Um, so this is the last time that we're actually going to give the roses, which we do weekly, and we give the dummy of the week weekly. Um, next week we're going to bring you guys a a more intimate show, and that's going to be our season finale. Um, and of course, then we'll be back, you know, with season two on down the line. But uh, we're going to give roses like we do every week, starting now. Um, and of course, what we do is we always give the roses to to someone that is uh, very, very deserving. And we decided like this week uh, <laughs> we are going to. I'm going to give roses. AD is going to give roses. Then he's going to give a dummy. I'm going to give a dummy. So I'll go ahead and kick it off. My roses I'm going to give to this week uh, is our guest on the show, Mr. Nick Lamar. Man, you know, a oh, deserve thank you, man. All thank your you. things, all the things, thank man. You. Um. I say this every fucking week probably on this show. I'm a huge, huge fan of the underdogs, the independent artists. I have seen this man grind, like grind, do his damn thing. And, you know, if if nobody else has told you that they fuck with you, us here at For The Record, we fuck with you. Thank you, man, so much. Appreciate um, you, man. Humble, again, man. you know, you... You gave us our, our intro music. You know what I'm saying? We're not here without you. <laughs> yeah, we we would not. We we do appreciate that, man. And uh, again, like I said, you deserve all of your things, man. Thank you so much. Absolutely, so much. man. Absolutely. And you know who Thank else you. with you? Normani, because you stuck up for her no matter what. After <laughs> <laughs> her and her mom appreciate you going in so hard for motivation. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, man, I'm going to give my roses to none other than our listeners. You know what I'm saying? This was our first, my first podcast, my first podcast experience. And I have just been blown away by the love and the feedback and support we've been getting from y'all. I mean, to actually find out that we have, you know, listeners that, you know, not only are domestic, but we, you know, we got people listening in foreign countries. Like, man, that is an amazing feeling that y'all are giving to us. So thank y'all so much for tuning in with us you know, listening to all the shit we be saying and just, you know what I'm saying, really being involved with us, man. Uh, we, we love to have it, man. So thank y'all so much. We most definitely do. We love each and every one of you. Thanks for the the love, the feedback, um, everything, man, everything. And uh, please just, you know, stay stay with us. We'll, we'll be back uh, very, very soon with season two. Of course, again, we do have another episode after this, but we want to show you guys love and give you guys the roses right now. Uh, because we do appreciate Roses. you guys. Roses. <laughs> ah, Roses. Ah. Oh, we, got a, we, got a, we got another hit on our hands. <laughs> so, so <laughs> as you guys know, you know, of course, the Roses is the pinnacle of our show. And of course, when Michelle Obama, to quote her, as she has stated, when they go low, we go high. Um, we are now at the part of the show where these people chose to go low. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between. Uh, we are now with the dummy part of the stage. So I'm going to let Loso go first with his dummy of the week. Okay. So the dummy of the week for me goes to none other than the baby. Now, let me say this. Let me say this. So what happened? Um, I absolutely hate when people record themselves like trying to do something good, like just fucking do it. But anyway, he was he had somebody recording him and they stopped and they seen these kids um like selling Skittles or candy bars or something. So he opened oh, the door. And, yes, he gets to talking to him and um he was like, you know, how much for the box? And of course the little little boy, he's trying to finesse him. He like two hundred. 
And the baby like, 200 now, like, how much are they a piece? And he told him, and he was like doing the math or whatever. And uh, he actually ended up just buying like maybe two packs of candy from each kid. Now, this is my thing. All of us have been children before. All of us have tried to finesse our way out of stuff. You know, whether the little kid's wrong, I mean, yeah, but they fucking kids. children. They're, They're children. Um, the baby is a fucking idiot, um, and he's done so so much stupid shit. So it's kind of like, you know, why are you treating these kids like this? I, I, I did not like his tone with them. I did not like how he was laughing at them and, and making fools out of them. Like, I just kind of felt like that was really, really fucked up. Because again, all of us have been children. All of us have done things that we probably shouldn't have done. And what he should have done is tried to talk to them, but like, hey, you know, hey, this this is how much this costs. Don't try to finesse somebody. Don't do this. Don't do that. And still get, gave them the money. That's what he. But they won't. Did. I don't, but I feel like they wouldn't have learned the, the lesson that I feel like he was trying to express to them. They like, may like, not have learned because they, this is this is my thing because I don't I don't know if it was right or wrong but this is just a, a, a little viewpoint that I kind of have on it. I feel like as an entrepreneur, a young entrepreneur myself, I feel like when I was doing stuff like that, I had people do the exact same thing. They'd be like, "Hey, you trying to get over on me? I was gonna help you, but now you got to figure it out for yourself." And I and that was the biggest lesson for me at the time as an entrepreneur because I was just like, I can't go into deals trying to finesse people all the time, even if they give it to me. I have to learn how to make real meaningful connections. And I feel like now, because they have that experience, they're going to grow up and be like, you know, I can't finesse people because I'm not going to get what I want, potentially. So that that is true. But I, I feel like that even if he would have tried to talk to them and it wouldn't have done any good, at least he still did it. That would have still been a good look on his part because he's trying to educate these kids. Like, hey, I've been there. I know what you're trying to do. But we, we, we're not going to do that. This is how you go forward with doing it. Of course, again, like I said, it may not have worked, but I think that would have looked very good um, on his behalf if he would have did that since they were recording everything and actually showing him, hey, you know, this dude is doing this, that, and the third and trying to help these kids. Was it fucked up what the kids is doing? Of course, but again, they're kids. You know, they 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 go have to learn, they'll grow up or whatever. But I just really feel like he's a a a a a, a, a fucking asshole for what he did to them, man. Like that, that's super <laughs> embarrassing. Like no, for real. Like, do you know how like asshole. kids are really kids are cruel and they mean and you know they probably had like kids like talking about them and roasting them because they're all over the internet. Basically getting fucking five dollars from the baby because they were trying to finesse them. That's how I well, looked at it. The lesson here is, folks, don't finesse people. This is be true. honest, be transparent, and you will get what you want. You will get the blessing. Because I think the root of it is because he looked to the other boy and was like, "Well, how much your box?" And the other boy joined in with the other his brother talking about, "Oh, two hundred. Right. I'm just like, why are you joining in with your brother? No That's loyalty, you, bro. That's loyalty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I do understand the loyalty, but they missed out on the blessing. Clearly. Yeah, yeah, they did. <laughs> they they did miss out on that blessing, but he didn't have to do them kids like that. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, like, Soldier Boy did the same thing. Not that, but he, like, actually did give the kids money. I don't know if it was the same kids, but he did something like that, too, recently. Yeah, so like, I seen that, and it was different kids, and... Okay. Shout out to Soldier Boy for doing that, but Soldier Boy, like again, why are you recording it? 
So I guess he gonna say I'm the first rapper to do blah blah blah. No, yeah. some candy. Oh my like, god! I'm the first rapper to get basic kids off the street. Yeah, that's right. Exactly, but yeah, the baby, you're a fucking idiot, you dumbass. So, uh, AD, who who do you have for us this week? All right, well, mine is a little little more uh, heartfelt, a little closer to home. Um, ladies and gentlemen, my dummy of the week. Go <laughs> um, no to none other than uh, Safari. Now, if you guys are not familiar with who Safari is, which I'm sure you are, he was the uh, the ex of Nicki Minaj. They were together for about 12 years or some shit like that. He is currently oh. married, a mix, a divorce uh, with Erica Mena. Um, they have been on Love and Hip Hop several times. Um, not sure. I think they're on the Atlanta one right now. Um, <laughs> so if you guys are not familiar, or maybe you do not watch the show, I, you may not because I, I really don't watch Love and Hip Hop like that either. Um, I have been watching this season just because I, you know, am bored. Um, Erica Mena and Safari already have one child, a daughter, who I think is not even two years old yet. Um, they have really been showing the highs and the lows of their relationship. Um, you're wondering why I'm giving Erica and Safari, or, or really just uh, Safari, the Dummy of the Week award. Uh, Safari has been doing interviews recently. Um, I think he was on 94.5 being interviewed by Young Jock. Um, recently saying that once you get married, everything becomes more serious. Oh, my God. Let's let that I think I've seen that. Let's, let's <laughs> let that thing in for a minute, ladies and gentlemen. Now, if you guys have been watching the show Love and Hip Hop, because I know some of y'all like that ratchet and all that other bullshit. <laughs> ratchet I got to write that down. If y'all <laughs> put it in a song, my boy, it's going to be <laughs> You have seen the stupid shit that Safari has been saying, and not only saying, but also doing in regards to his family. Um, and, and not only, you know, you, some of y'all might think it's funny, but it, it's honestly pretty disgusting. Um, it's to a point where he says to Eric one time, he was like, you know, us talking by ourselves is just a waste of time. Anybody who says that to their wife, <laughs> to the wife, to the mother of their child, the woman who is carrying their child currently, um, it really doesn't say much about what you care about. And, and it doesn't really say that you really care much about your family. Um, I want to give this award to him because for you to say that things become more serious when you get married. Uh, duh, you stupid motherfucker. What did you think <laughs> happened when you signed a whole contract pledging your life to someone? The fuck? This man literally, when Jesus. he told him she was pregnant with another child, literally got up from his party that she threw from him, walked away and got on his fucking dirt bike and rode off, or as a four-wheeler, I'm sorry, and drove off into the sunset. Um. This is, this, is, <laughs> this is not how you treat your wife, man. This is not how you care for your family. This is not how you should bring a life into this world. I'm sure you guys also have seen the headlines where Erica Mena was in the hospital. She had delivered their second child. Um, I, I think something actually was wrong with the baby when it was when it was born. And Safari was out partying in Jamaica. Um, it didn't look good, man. It's not a good look at all. And it, it, it really just looks very immature, man. I, honestly, when you get married and, and you really really truly mean it i mean you should be giving your all to your spouse there is no more just eyes you give up the eyes for the we's and um in this point we is not doing well with you all um so i i honestly just hopefully the baby is doing better i, I truly hope that they can come to you know an amicable resolution for their family but it's um it really just shows everything you're not supposed to do as a husband um, so um, if you guys don't know and if you guys are listening and have any type of uh, desire to get married, 
please understand that it is a serious thing. It's very legal. And uh, <laughs> it really is a commitment. It's really, it's not like you're just like, oh, you're my wife now. Okay, you can wash the dishes. No, nigga, it's, it's, it's work as it's, it's in any relationship. So um, I'm not going to go too much in on them. Um, the media has already done such enough. And Safari just, he has a sad enough life as it is at most times. So um, I'm not going to go too much in on you, brother. Just, just do better, man. Do right by your wife and kids. I agree, Safari. You got to do better, man. You got to grow up. You got to grow Let, up, man. Let's send them positivity and wisdom. Moments all of them. Moments. All of them things. All of them motherfucking things. And you know who else we sending this to? We send it to, to, to Armani's team because I need y'all to give us a banger. We Jesus oh Christ. We hope that we wish it. Never forget, nigga. Never forget motivation. Oh, my God. Too late. Well, <laughs> well he went uh, off on the people. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no metal, uh, bitch. This, this, this is this is AD. This is what I have to put up with. So I didn't go off on welcome. the tangent like I normally. He didn't because so, I got a, we got a guest on, so I'm gonna act right. I ain't gonna yeah. Listen, I ain't gonna let you get into safari shit like I want to, but you know tonight hey. was real light. Hey, but listen yeah, to the other light. Go back to the previous episodes. You can hear me. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Well, well, well. Uh, well. Again, guys, thank you for always listening, of course. Um, Nick, let the people know your social medias, uh, what's, what you got coming up. You know, give, give, give us some things, man. All right. So, firstly, I just dropped a new house mix for my song called Casanova. Casanova. So I with my homie, uh, Dust Knight. He did a great job on the house mix. So, play it. It's great for the beach. great for the cookout. great for whatever. When you're in the shower, whatever you want to do. Um, I got some new music coming out this fall. Stay tuned for that. You can hey. follow me at Nick Lamar, N-I-C-K-L-A-M-A-R-R-R, folks. Just go and look me up. Listen to my music. I would appreciate it. You know, support me like you support Beyonce. Hey. <laughs> hey. 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 That was a word. You said a, you said a fucking word. That's, Nick, that's Nick wants a beehive, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Give it to him. The Nick I got high. one. There you go. There we, we call go. him folk. Yo, <laughs> yo, Shout Beyonce fans will kill for her. Like seriously, we've seen it. Yeah, she will. Yeah. They will. They, they, you guys will. You guys are, are <laughs> oh really right. God. You know, I had to throw that in there. But uh, hey, I support everybody. Shit, there you, go. you there do. You. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. There you go. <laughs> Okay. Well, well, thank y'all so much for tuning in with us, man. This is going to conclude our episode of For the Record Podcast. So, man, thanks so much, uh, Nick, for being on with us, man. Sharing your views. No problem, y'all. Thanks for having me. Make sure y'all stream Parkside. There it goes. Yes, sir. We will be back next week with our expose episode. I got to say expose like that. Expose. Expose. You guys have a good one, man. All right, right, y'all. Be easy. Yes, sir.